There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I watch a guy eat a tub of mustard. Also, Shaggy says we've completely misunderstood the message of his song, It Wasn't Me. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit, but first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Tom Holland this morning. Tom Holland, he's one of my favorites. I think he is so stinking cute. And he uh, recently finished filming a new Apple TV Plus series called The Crowded Room. And it took so much out of him that he needs to take a year off. Oh. He said it was a tough time for sure. We were exploring certain emotions that I have definitely never experienced before. He said, and then on top of that, being a producer, dealing with the day-to-day problems that come with any film set, just added that extra level of pressure. He says, I'm no stranger to hard work. I've always lived by this idea that hard work is good work, and I really enjoyed it. But then again, the show did break me. So I guess The Crowded Room is the name of the show. He plays a guy who gets arrested and interrogated after a shooting in New York City in 1979. So the first three episodes drop tomorrow. I haven't seen any reviews on it. so I'm What's not- it on? Sure. Apple TV Plus, uh-huh. right? Yeah. This is a miniseries, right? So- yeah, mm-hmm. So there won't be multiple seasons of this. It's, is yeah. he still dating Zendaya? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. They've been together a long sure time. Have, it feels like. Yeah. Cute. Very funny. I do think he's just darling. He is. <laughs> <laughs> and have you seen him do the lip syncing? He did. What was that lip syncing show? Lip sync battle? Yes. He went against Zendaya. Oh, he did? At one point. And it's, yeah, it's oh, great. To pull You'll have up. to pull that up. Emmy Rossum is in Because he's a it. dancer. Amanda mm-hmm. C. Fried is in it. Oh, yeah, there's a few names in there. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a quick break, though. We're going to get to these other stories here in a bit, but we got to check traffic. We've had some stuff happening this morning, and Denise Johnson is standing by here with the latest. So one of... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. The most memorable songs of the 1990s. (laughs) Yeah, the original. I hated the edit. I hated it when they said, love on the bathroom. No, it's not love on the bathroom floor. Banging. Yeah. It's banging on the bathroom Why floor. Why would we have to change it? To I don't know. To bang- Were we not allowed to say I, banging? What was? That? Uh, yeah, I never did get that because when I the thought Mormons it owned you guys. Maybe totally ruined well, maybe it. That's why we did do that. Yeah, we did have to change some versions of songs when Bonneville bought us mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Yep. We were both that naked. Dumb. Oh, Dumb. there you go. Yeah. Dumb. We still play the. Can radio we please? Get, can we talk to somebody? We'll get Hold the on. real and get there the real is version. There's a second version in there. All right, let's see that's if they. The, that's the, we want the dirty they, We want version. the proper version. Dirty. Okay. All right. <laughs> the explicit. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I remember where I worked. We played the banging version. Yeah, yeah, we did too. Of course, we did. Yeah. So we were in evidently Florida. we've been misunderstanding <laughs> this song for years. This might be it. <laughs> yep. No. Oh, so we We're got two versions rich off in there. And they both suck. 
One is for the station down the hall, and it's probably just a duplicate of the other one. Oh, that's dumb. That is dumb. Well, Tim We're can still dub. not allowed to say banging, but no. we can talk about, you know, having love in the bathtub. Kesha. So dumb. It was very arbitrary, wasn't it? It 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 does. Uh, it was. It felt it. Well, Shaggy is disappointed in all of us. Why? <laughs> I like Shaggy. What is this song really Shaggy, about, Jeff? Why is he mad at me? He says that it wasn't me is not a cheating song. It is an anti-cheating song. What does that mean? Well, he says there's a part in the record where it's a conversation between two people. And you have one guy. So it's at the very beginning of the song. And you have one guy, which is me, me being Shaggy, at that point, giving that bad advice like, yo, bro, how could you get caught? Just tell her it wasn't me. Wasn't me. And at the (laughs) end, then at the end, the guy says, I'm going to tell her that I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused. I've been listening to your reasoning. It makes no sense at all. You might think that you're a player, but you're completely lost. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we, you go. We just, we just hear that first part, and we're like, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, wasn't me. me. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> This is a great song. <laughs> she even threw it on so <laughs> I think what makes this song so funny to me, because at the time that this song was a hit, I knew men that would totally do that. Yeah. Would say what deny till you die. Exactly. <laughs> you right. know, that's that was the that was the motto. What year did this come oh, yeah. out? I feel like I was 2000. In, okay, yeah. So I was in college. Okay. This I came like, out I in 2000. Like, yeah, I, I feel it like up. I was in wow. school and we were all singing. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. There you go. There it is. And then he goes back into the chorus. Yeah. So anyway, now you know. Okay. Not a cheating song. Thank you, Shaggy. No, no, it's anti-cheating. It's how to go. not cheat. Good to know. All right. Yeah, just don't cheat. Okay, has anybody had Bertman Original Ballpark Mustard? I don't know. I don't think Maybe so. Maybe I have. What's it called? Ballpark. Bertman. Bertman. Original Ballpark Mustard. It's been a stable in Cleveland for almost 100 years. I oh. have had a hot dog in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what that says. And some people, like, like, really darker, love it. Um, it's like mustard mustard. Yeah, it's like a darker mustard, almost like a brownish one. Yeah. I don't think I have, but I would. Well, there's a guy in Cleveland at a Guardians game. He's in, there's a, a video out there that's been tweeted and retweeted a bazillion times. It's an entire tub. He's eating an entire tub of the stuff, and he's eating it with this big wooden spoon, and it looks like Ooh. it's just about empty. So he's eating mustard straight. Bump Ellie De La Cruz. That's your top sports story right there. Yep, there you go. <laughs> God. I did see one time, um, so you know, like, sometimes when you go to restaurants and people have all the condiments on the table, like, in, like, one of those little uh, wooden crate mm-hmm. thingies. Mm-hmm. One time there was a guy that I knew that the whole softball team went out to eat after a game one time, and he opened up the top of the Frank's Red Hot and drank the rest of the bottle of hot sauce. And no. it is disgusting. That is gross. But he, also he paid somewhat, for that for the next two bathroom know, trips. Also yeah. somewhat impressive. Uh-huh. I was like, how? Like just straight to the head. Yeah. Wow. That's gross. a lot. Uh, let's see. You know the name Robin Zander? Robin Zander. Trick. Okay. No. See the lead singer? <laughs> yes. Okay. Blonde guy, the blonde guy from All Cheap right. Trick. I can right. picture him. Okay, like when you're when you're listening to the song, "I Want You to Want Me." That's yes. it. He's the lead singer. He's the guy. Well, his son, Robin Taylor Zander, has a new album out. Okay, and you can kind of hear his dad's influence really well. You know, Cheap Trick is one of those bands that you forget how many hits they had. The Dream but then you Police. Pull out, yeah. Police. Police. You bring out their greatest hits CD. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. Wow, they had so there's many like, hits. There's like 12. 
Right. <laughs> not Robin Xander. That's his kid. Sounds just like Anyway, that's part of the track High and Low from his album The Distance. And that's all I have on it. Oh my God! I'm just, I want you to want me dream, please. Ain't that a sh- the flame? Remember the surrender. flame? Oh, that was surrender. a great song. Surrender. If you want my love, you got it. That's another one. Mommy's all right. Yes. Daddy's all right. They just <laughs> seem a little bit weird. Surrender. Surrender. <laughs> I know most of these from like movies. Yeah. Like you know, in '80s movies featuring Adam Sandler. Music yeah. is the soundtrack of our life. I know. That's oh, honestly God. when, because I don't really know a lot of cheap trick songs, but the one you're singing them, I'm like, okay. I so you probably heard it in an Adam Sandler movie. And also movie. Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. 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 Right. That's yeah. so funny. Seriously. Oh, my God. I know that song. I heard it on Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you know. Now you know. All right. So Jenna Ortega is going to be a producer for the second season of Wednesday, and they've already started Meaning talking. she got a raise. She got a little bit of a raise. Well, so, also, she had a lot of issues with the creative and the verbiage in the first season. Like, she wanted to rewrite a lot of the dialogue and all, a lot of the scenes, and they wouldn't let her. Yeah. Well, now that she's a producer. Now they're They'll have her. some say-so. And she's been meeting with Tim Burton and the team, getting ready for season two. And she said, we decided we want to lean into the horror aspect of the show a little bit more because it's so lighthearted. And a show like this with vampires and werewolves and superpowers, you don't want to take yourself too seriously. She says, we're ditching any romantic love interest for Wednesday, which is really great. We're going to get bolder, more dark. All right. Bring in the darkness. Tim Burton's the guy for that. Dark. Yeah, jeez. Hmm. All right. So do you think there's going to be, I, I finished Ted Lasso. Yeah. So do you think, I mean, because Apple TV kind of teased possibility. They, they, they posted a picture of the three coaches. They had Beard and Roy and Nate. And that's all they. That's all that mm-hmm. was. Was it was just a picture. There wasn't any, right? Anything else? But the, yeah. some of the actors who played those three characters responded. Yeah. To that tweet. Yeah. And it looks like that's gonna. They make it makes it look like they confirmed that it'll be either a season four with them or some sort of spinoff. Because I mean, they, there was so much left up in the air. There were so many places for the show to go. Like True. there's a. There's a couple different, I know, and I, I don't want to give anything away, but there's like a, a couple relationships that I want to know what happens next. Yeah, because the possibilities for Rebecca's future could go a number of different ways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, same thing for Keely. Yep. Without giving anything away. Yep. Uh, I'll be curious to see what, I can't think of the, the dude that he left the team and came back to the team. Is his name Warren? Jamie? No, no. Uh... Oh, the dude that dated the girl from the restaurant. Uh, Nate? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's a character, potentially. Uh-huh. Um, the beard is the most obvious choice. Yeah. But what about Trent Krim, the reporter? Krim. I liked him. Like, in the beginning, you hated him. Right. And then as the show went on, you know, you really started to develop an affection for him. And he was one of the the few... Cast members that weren't at the time exactly like main cast members that they flew to the States for their big promotional tour when uh-huh. they did the White House and he participated in that little stunt in the White House press briefing room. Yeah. They kind of had him as a plant where he sort of blended in with the other reporters. Yeah. When uh, uh, the actor, what's his name, was uh, Jason Sudeikis was given the press conference at the podium. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I don't know. I just, I wonder if there's... There were just there's enough character development with each of these characters that you could potentially right. do multiple spinoff shows. Sure, and then there'd always be an opportunity for Ted to to make an appearance. Yeah, Frasier was the only spinoff from Cheers, right? I think so. Like if you're going way back in time, like one of the first spinoffs was the Jeffersons from All in the Family. Yeah. And then there was Joey from Friends, and that didn't last very long. That didn't. Not and that long. was a horrible show. Yeah, it wasn't good. All right. But that was the only one from Friends, wasn't it? Nobody else did anything. Mm-mm. 
Think not so. that I can remember, but not like as those characters. Has yeah. there ever been a show that was considered at least as successful, if not more successful, than the show it was spun off from? And I would say Frasier is probably the closest. Maybe Better as, Call, Better Call Saul, maybe. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. From what, what, what was that from? Um, the one Breaking where they, Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Well, and I think some people would argue, though, that the Yellowstone prequel, 1923, which is the Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren one, yeah. is equally as good as the original. I, I haven't have heard not great started that Yeah, I haven't heard great things about the Tim McGraw one. People are like, meh. Right. Or some people love one over the other, but I think as far as success. I uh, just... Typed in spinoff TV shows. Happy Days was that was a spinoff? Yeah, of from uh, American Graffiti, I believe. Was it? I thought. Well, I think American Graffiti was a movie, right? And so Happy Days, the TV show, was kind of a, a spinoff in a way from that. Yes, I believe so. Interesting. And then Laverne, Laverne and Shirley, Shirley was a spinoff from Happy Days, right? Okay. Well, hmm. there you go, Mod. You know, Mod. <laughs> Yeah, there was a spinoff from Maude. Was Wait it a Benson? Minute. And then Flo. What was that with? Alice. Alice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Flo was the. How many people the... have we lost from I this know. conversation? <laughs> I'm right here. I know. <laughs> Fritch is like, I would love to participate in this discussion. I just have no idea what the shorthand is they're discussing right now. I don't. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got on the E! News front. Anything else before we wrap it? Nope. Then we'll leave it there for now. Uh, more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with uh, a pair of tickets to see Kesha. October 26th, Megacorp Pavilion. And what else? What else? What else? Also got uh, four-pack of tickets to Coney Island for 2023. So that's all straight ahead. Next. In the meantime, Denise Johnson is here with a quick look at traffic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you guys? Excellent. Fantastic. Got your headlights here. Pick the real one. It's Kesha and Coney Island for you. Okay, so here we go. Is it a guy out on bail for stealing Legos gets arrested at Walmart for stealing Legos? Is it B, woman arrested for the 14th time for stealing toilet seats? Or C, a man awaiting trial for stealing a cop car steals another cop car? Uh, C? Yes, say it with confidence. Yes, it is C. Yep, you got it. If your partner accuses you of stealing one of the cookies they made for a graduation party... It probably would not help your case if you are later caught stealing another cookie. Well, in this case, a 34-year-old man in Wisconsin named Daniel Barton was accused of stealing a cop car back in, when was it, December. And he was awaiting trial in that case. But last week, he was caught stealing another police car. Officers were conducting a traffic stop and... Someone drove off with one of the squad cars. Uh-oh. It's unclear where Daniel came from because he, he wasn't even the man they pulled over. Uh, but that guy did witness the cruiser being taken. Here is the moment that police officers realized that Daniel Barton had stolen their vehicle. So your squad? That's your squad. Someone just stole my squad. Yeah, well, Daniel was nabbed a little while later. He was no longer in the squad car. He was trying to hide in a nearby gym. Uh, The cop car wasn't that far off. 
There's no video from inside the cop car, but back in December, dash cameras captured the suspect giggling as he drove oh, off. So he clearly gets off on this. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But you got to be so embarrassed if you're the cop. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, man. Nope. Yeah, because when they pull you over, you know, they leave they leave the engine running, right? Yeah. And they walk up. They're out of the vehicle, so yeah. I suppose anybody can. Hop in and go. Yeah. It is 14 after 7 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around, but it would be new to you. First, Denise Johnson. As your traffic as things start to pick up around here. Carly is in need of a second date update this morning, and it's kind of what we do. We're going to help her out. Hey, Carly. Hey, guys. So great to talk to you. I'm hopeful that you'll be able to help me out. I really like this guy and i really felt like we connected and had so much fun together but of course he ghosted me and i have no idea what's going on so yeah we actually went out twice and um the first time was like this quick dinner just like about 45 minutes and he was fitting me in between meetings which i appreciated it was fine that he was um, sorry go back you said the first date took place between meetings was this a daytime date that was dinner. It was a quick dinner. I guess he had a late evening meeting. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Maybe there were guys in town with the company or something like that. They were taking him out we or something. We do have time yeah. sometimes. You're like, yeah. I got a quick dinner. I got a meeting, and then I got to do his work thing. Yeah, well, the last time we were at Ruby's, we were sitting in the main dining room at the one downtown, and we were seated up against the wall in a little booth there, so we yeah. got a whole view of the room, and it was mostly men. Oh, yeah. Look like guys. Business maybe meetings. Travelers, yeah. business meetings, guys from out of town. Totally. And this was on a Wednesday night, a weeknight, so I guess it's not that surprising. You'd see more of that. Anyway, that's not even half the drama. Like, we talked a lot about the Bengals, like both of us being lifelong fans, and he even talked about going to the Super Bowl if they would have won, which totally sucks that they lost. Right. Um, but then we got robbed. You know, like, we got robbed. It was awful. The game, that is. Not that we didn't get robbed. Oh, God. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But the party was good. And there were about dozens of friends there. And I liked them all. You know, they were all super cool. They seemed to, like, really like me, too. And we got along great. And he was really attentive. And I, I know how easy it is to, like, get preoccupied when, you know, there's a big group of people at our, you know, not our house, sorry. (laughs) I'm not that, (laughs) his house. You know, when you're hosting, you you can't really pay attention to your date, but um, he was really great, and I helped him out in the kitchen, and I think he appreciated that, and it was a really good time until, like, we lost, which was, like, such a bummer. But... I was pretty drunk, so one of his friends who lives just up the street drove me home. But before I left, he hugged me and thanked me for helping him with the party and said that I'd talk to him later, and he was like, see you later. And that was it. Like, I haven't heard a word from him, and I reached out a couple times. So here we are. I'm just a little confused because, like, I wasn't – doing anything stupid when I was drunk. I did get a little tipsy, but I just don't understand why. Well, I feel like if you're at his house kind of hosting this party with him and he's introducing you to all these people, that there's more than just yeah. ghosting. Especially for your yeah. second date. Yeah. And then after, as you guys are drying dishes together and everybody's kind of gone home and it's sort of just the two of you, I would think you'd have a real sense of of the vibe coming from him whether or not he's interested in seeing you again did you get that sense yeah he i I got the sense he wanted to hang out again so i'm that's why this is so surprising yeah got it anything else that you think we need to know that's pertinent no no i don't think so okay when we come back we're going to call mike See what he's been up to. Maybe he's just been busy because you said, <clears throat> excuse me, on that first date, he kind of had to squeeze you in between meetings. I don't know what he does for a living, but he sounds like a relatively busy guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's out of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it may be nothing about you, but we'll find out as Second Date Update continues next. But Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> 
Kelly's actually been on a couple of dates with Mike. Uh, one was a relatively short dinner, only because it was scheduled in between meetings that he had. But the date went well enough that he invited her to his place for a little party he had for the AFC Championship game, which obviously we know how that went. But at this party, he made it a point to introduce her to his friends spent some quality time with her despite the mixed company and she even hung out after and helped helped him clean up and was definitely getting a vibe that there was some interest there and that they would definitely see each other again but that never happened he went radio silent and that's left her confused and a little bummed so we're gonna call mike and see what he's been up to Hey, Mike. Yes, this is him. Just the man we're looking for. It's Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. How are you this morning? Man. What? Is this what I think it is? Yes. Keep going. (laughs) So there is interest from a woman named Carly. Mm -hmm. She sounds very nice. And she was left with the impression, I think the last time she saw you was at your place, and mm-hmm. she was left with the impression you would be open to getting together again, but obviously that hasn't happened, and we thought we would make a little call on her behalf and just kind of get your thoughts on Carly and if you'd be open to getting together for a sec, or a th- in your case, the third date. Uh, Jeff, yeah, I mean, I'll be up front with you. Um, I haven't been more busy than usual. I just, um, I just don't, it's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Carly. No, we're just wired different. Um, and I'm glad that I figured it out early. So when you say we're wired differently, in what way, um, the, in what way makes that a deal breaker for you? Well, I mean, I'm sure she told you about, um, me having her over to my place for the Bengals Chiefs fiasco. Yes. And see, I'm a very laid back, calm sports fan. I like sports. Um, I love the Bengals. I have since I was a kid. You know, who didn't love a guy named Boomer? <laughs> right. But my life and my well being doesn't rest on sports and like the outcome of sports right i watch right. the game i enjoy it uh, yeah. but i don't get overly excited i don't get overly angry it's not going to ruin my day it's not going to ruin my week and she does like jumping up and down and screaming and going crazy okay running around the room high-fiving people that she's just met these are my friends high-fiving people chest bumping Flapping butts, making people do the wave. Like she, <laughs> it it was it was, um, you know, go for it, be excited. But this is a this is a brand new group of people, and she is loud and proud. And I, I don't know what else, but it was it was just too much of a scene. It was too much of a scene for me. Oh wow! Interesting. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Are you... I mean it was. It's a good. It's a. It's a spectacle for sure. Right. It's a time. Yeah, Fritz. When the Bengals lose, does it ruin your day or your weekend? Um. I mean, we're all fans, but you're like a super fan. I mean, I definitely think that for the if it's in this kind of way, like the playoff game. It was hard for us all to go to sleep, and we yeah. were all really bummed the next day. Yeah, I was I bummed mean, too, but I wouldn't say. I wouldn't it, say like, it ruined my day, yeah. but I mean, when you're invested as a fan, it it can ruin mm-hmm. your day. It can bum you out. Like I know a kid uh, when the 49ers lost, he was crying because his favorite team lost. You know, so mm. it did kind of ruin his day. Yeah. Okay. And I I get it. I mean, I was I was bummed that they lost, and but the thing it's like. So my dad, he was a truck driver. Um, stereotype. If you're if you're imagining a truck driver of how they look and how they sound in your mind and the kind of language they would use, that was my dad, and I you know, loved him. And uh, but he had a potty mouth. But <laughs> Carly, Carly superseded his 
potty mouth by like 10, 11 degrees, right? I mean, the yelling at the players, at the refs, she used the F word in more ways than I've ever heard. (laughs) Like, I was afraid she was going to grab my TV off the wall and throw it out the window. I'm not kidding. It was like white rage. I can understand that. Veins popping out of her forehead and her neck and everything. Yeah. I was around um, the same playoff game. I was around a very, we went out to watch it. I won't say where. We were around a very, very, very aggressive fan. Like extremely loud, extremely aggressive, yelling, screaming, F-bombs. This was a family stylish place. And I ended up leaving and going home at the end of the first quarter because it was so aggressive. It almost made me uncomfortable. And I'm a super fan. So I can understand. To be excited, but that that, that kind of, um, I don't know. There's passion, and then there's ruining the experience for everyone around. Correct. Because you're being obnoxious. Yes. And, but, but, and my friends, you know, were just fueling the fire. Like, they weren't helping. Of you know, course they, they had no stake in the game. This was yeah. not somebody that they were getting to know was dating. So right. I feel like them getting amped up was just feeding her anger. And, you know, like this guy that you left the, the bar for, It was she was making everything very uncomfortable. Right? Interesting. And, and, and I'm thinking into the future. Wait, wait, wait. wait, like, wait. I would, time out. Time out. You were right there with us. You were just as upset, and I think you're exaggerating a bit, like, don't you? I wasn't that obnoxious. You were. Like, one of my other calm friends was standing back watching you, and she said to me, well, that's never going to work. Like, pointing to you and then pointing to me. And, I mean, you think about the future. I Secret, I have season tickets, but I would never take someone like you to a game in person because I can already feel embarrassed based on how you acted at my house. I can't imagine if it was in front of a stadium full of people. Yeah. Yeah. But Mike, you're not saying you're not allowed to get excited. You're not saying she's not allowed to be herself. You're just saying the contrast is so stark in the way you express your enthusiasm for the team that it just wouldn't work. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm I was bummed. It's okay to be bummed. It's okay to get excited. Like but I never told the refs where they could shove that effing oh. trophy <laughs> that they just effing handed to yeah. the mother effing chief. Immediately like he got a favors. glimpse into his future when the mother of his children gets into a fight with one of her kids' refs because she didn't like a call. Exactly. And I will give you credit, Carly, your cursing is very creative. Like a plus for creativity. Um, but the things you mentioned, like, I'd never heard of, and it was just a bit embarrassing that everybody that was at my place had to be exposed to that kind of behavior wow. and that kind of language. Well, I still think you're exaggerating, and maybe you should have been more passionate about it. Like, it was a big deal. It was a game, though. Like, it's not life or death. We're still alive today and that's a miracle he's passionate enough that he was willing to drop the money for season tickets yeah so that's something for sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. exactly i care he's just not the type to rip the tv out of the wall if the Bengals lose yeah exactly or watch somebody else do it yeah sounds like her energy level is more like kelsey's and his energy level is more like Joe Burrow. There yes. you go. That's so funny. You're right. That's a great way to put it. Great analogy. Great yeah. sports analogy, Tim. I'm here for right. you. I do color. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, Carly, I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. It sounds like my passion is just a little too much for this person. Well, having said that, Mike, we appreciate you taking the call, and we wish you both the best of luck. And who day? Who day? Sure does, and we got a $4,000 prize pack to back it up. You should see this. Log on to WKRQ.com right now if you want to get in on this. The idea of Listener Appreciation Month was really just a way of acknowledging and thanking the people who have supported Q102 and our show for Mm -hmm. as long as you have. Mm -hmm. Um, We haven't done this forever. I don't know why it took us so long to get around to it. I guess... um, We've done it quite a while, though. That's true. It's been at least 10 years. And the prize packs get better and better. They do. This year, we've got four tickets to the Bourbon and Beyond Festival in September in Louisville, which is 
Got Bruno so Mars many for crying oh out God. loud. Yeah. I want to go to this. It sounds so fun. Well, we got four tickets to that plus a $1,000 furniture fair gift card, a $500 Kroger gift card for grill products from Queen City Sausage. Yay. A $500 Genesis Diamonds gift card. Oh, yeah. And then Burns Garden Center got $500 there and $500 to Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. We know you got a lot of choices. We appreciate that yep. you chose us. Yep. Like Amy O'Leary, who lives in the 45255. She's a branch <laughs> manager at Key Bank. She loves the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. In fact, her favorite song on the radio was that Dua Lipa song that we oh, just played. Oh, good so pick. That was for her. It's a great summer, upbeat, fun, dancey song. Amber Johnson from Harrison. She's an RN at Mercy West Hospital. Thank you for listening. Liz Worman, who's a banker with Heritage Bank. Oh. She said she once won a really nice Gucci bag on Pick Your Purse. Nice. And Fritz totally called her out with it because she brought it in the Dixit Club. <laughs> Remember that? Well, That's funny. I was probably a little under the Oh, yeah. Under the That's influence. Funny. I don't remember that particular moment. Uh, Cassie Murphy from Florence, Kentucky. She said, my family loves Q102 and Kings Island. We always listen in the car and with the app. And Kings Island is our favorite Favorite staycation destination. My youngest is now tall enough to ride everything that a How big exciting. milestone in our family. That is that a is huge milestone. Cool. Yep. And Nicole Sexton from Batavia. How are you this morning? Good. How are you guys? Doing, Doing great. great. She writes, I listen to Jeff and Jen Morning Show every day on my way to work. Uh, I work in the addiction field. She is a nurse practitioner in addiction medicine, and she said, the job obviously can be heavy at times. Yeah. Uh, she said, Jeff and Jen show always brightens my morning. Every day there's something to smile or chuckle at. I play along every morning with the 1K letter of the day. That's awesome. <laughs> That's Love great. that. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Thanks for hanging out. And thank you for all you do. Oh, my God. What a job. Yeah. Yeah. Bless you. Well, we're going to try to brighten your day even more with a pair of tickets to see Charlie Puth. Charlie. He's so awesome. cute. Oh Isn't he God. cute? So he is. Yeah. He is so darling. Now, didn't there, weren't yes. there just some naked pictures of him that he posted? Didn't he, he post? I, you know what? what? I he follow, posted something. I follow him on Instagram because uh, I like his music stuff, but he is a tease. Yeah. He likes to show the skin. Yeah. Because it brings all the boys <laughs> to the yard. Wow, Charlie. <laughs> Get it, buddy. Right, well, there we go, Nicole. It's all yours. Awesome. What are you? Thank have you, you seen these pictures that we're talking about? Because it was I just a couple not. of weeks ago. I have not, but I'll have to. Yeah, you'll have to get on Insta. Right now, wow. Yeah, Charlie is performing at the PNC Pavilion on Monday. So we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets. You're good to go. And we just wanted to talk with you personally. And thank you so much for being a part of our radio family. We uh, appreciate you more than you know. Well, thank you. No, we enjoy you guys, too. You're very welcome. Do you need to talk to Nicole? All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Frisch needs to talk to you on the other line. And you have a great weekend. Uh You, too. All right, you got it. And uh, while she's doing that, just keep in mind, this goes on throughout the month of June. So if you want to get in on this prize pack, now's the time to register. If you haven't already, go to WKRQ.com. Click Listener Appreciation. Let's take a look at the roadways. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. All right, another big night at Great American Ballpark and a molar student with a very sore hand this morning. <laughs> this was so exciting yesterday. Ella did it. Ella De La Cruz hit his very first home run. He didn't hit it. He hammered it. Yeah, they yeah. were wondering if it was even going to stay in the ballpark actually, but we got a little Wow. That's what I was going to say. They were, they were wondering if it was even going to stay in the stands. But this was very exciting because there's a local molar student, football player, who oh, wow. ended up catching it. Oh, wow. Really? Alex. Yeah. is name Alex French. French. Oh, no kidding. Hmm. Wow, that's pretty big. Bruised his hand, right? Yeah, we talked to him about it. Hurt. When I saw it, like, coming, I was like, oh, oh crap, it's coming. And then that's when I put my hands out and it hit my hand. That's crazy. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Right here. A little bruise. There's a bruise, I think. <laughs> so he gave yeah. the ball back. That probably hurts. He said, "I just want to do the right thing. I want, I want uh, De La Cruz to have it." So, uh, so he cool. met with him and his buddies after the game, hooked them up with some autographed balls and some bats and some picks. That's and- so exciting That's because what they cool. do is when this happens is they send like somebody from the organization out to talk to you to negotiate, and they say like, "Hey." <laughs> 
Yeah. Do you want to kind of give the ball back or what do you want to do? And I love that they were like, yeah, we'll go down to the locker room. That sounds fun. Yeah. The other interesting thing that happened yesterday is De La Cruz hit um, a triple. But the the time that it took him to go from the plate to third base was 10.83 seconds. That's fast. Like literally when mm-hmm. he got to second Three base, seconds. The announcers are like, he's going to third. He's going to third. And he was there before. The, I mean, it just was so incredible. Like that. Who, who like, is this man? Like, we probably couldn't go from here to the refrigerator in, in 10, 10 seconds. seconds. I mean, could you imagine? 10 yeah. seconds. That's fast. I'll bet I could. You think so? So, so let's keep this <laughs> guy. That's, that's, that's a little over three seconds from home plate to first base. And, and then the crazy. same from first yeah. to second. That's the other, nuts. The other exciting thing that happened. He's a tall dude, though. He's yeah. like six Long five. Legs. Yeah, let's he's keep him healthy. Super, he probably gets there in three steps. His yeah. legs. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> the other exciting thing that happened yesterday at Great American Ballpark was some of the Bengals players, including Joe Burrow, went over there for a little batting practice. They took a, Shocker. They took a break from their regular season practice. They he's good at baseball. Store, and Joe Burrow hit four home runs. Yeah. He's good at everything yeah. he does, yeah, he I think. Who was pitching? No, I did yeah, just ball a little machine. Ball oh, machine. gotcha, gotcha. So it was just one of those ones that's I was, regulated. I was a little concerned because he wasn't wearing a helmet. But he did have on his headband. Yeah, that's and that fast. ball comes fast. It does. It whizzes <laughs> right to you. We've, we've worked on that ball yeah, machine. we have. It's like when you stand there and he goes, zip. Oh, yeah. So we got to give props to Will Benson, too, because he hit another homer at the end of the game, which is a walk-off and the win win for the game. Eight to six, beat the Dodgers. They play again today at 1235. It's so exciting. I know. Isn't this fun to be? be I think this is very unexpected to be talking about the Reds in this way. I was telling Fritch, too, it was cool to see all the pics of the guys down there because it was the Bengals and the Reds taking batting practice together, all smiling. Tyler Stevenson and Joe Burrow, just giant smiles and, like, just the energy. We all need that. We need that energy. And just getting along. So fun. Yeah. So that's pretty much that's the sports today. That's great. There's not too much going on. Coming up. (laughs) Bad news if you're clingy and how to use a baby monitor to help you be a better cook. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. 754. With Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Would you leave a 13 year old alone for a weekend? For a whole weekend? Yeah. Hmm. You could have left me alone when I was 13. Oh, probably. I would have had it handled. Yeah, I think you probably <laughs> would have. Also, how to <laughs> use a baby monitor to help you be a better cook. Got all those stories coming up on this Thursday, the 8th of June, 2023. We're Jeff and Jenna. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories... Let's talk about relationships here for just a moment. Some relationships end because of one bad thing. For others, it's a combination of factors. Well, a survey asked people what has contributed the most to their failed relationships. And they asked them to check all that apply. Oh, okay. Here are the 10 most popular culprits, and I'll work my way backwards, starting with number 10. Never washing the dishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Since that was number 10, we know it's not just about washing the, <laughs> not washing the yeah. dishes. Uh, because number nine is being too messy. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm going to be guilty of all 10 of these in some way, shape, or form. Is that what you're thinking? I'm laughing because my eye caught the next one, <laughs> which is very funny. And it came mostly from men, I'm guessing. <laughs> I just looked at it. <laughs> Being too talkative. Oh, boo. <laughs> yeah. Are you listening to me? Why aren't you listening to me? Oh, it's oh, because you're God. talking so much. I can't not listen to you. <laughs> I have nowhere to go. Nowhere to escape. Uh, I haven't met my word quota for today. <laughs> does your iPhone measure that? Yes, it does. I get an alert. It's like when you haven't stood up in 50 minutes. Yeah. You haven't <laughs> talked enough. It buzzes yeah. and says, I haven't heard you in a while. Are yeah. you okay? Uh, number seven, not liking a specific food. Wow, 35%. I could see that if that. it comes to like, what if you're vegan versus oh, you know, yeah. carnivore or something? But that can work if you're able to coexist and sort of live and let live. You know, I knew that that couple that uh, they had been married for 25 years mm-hmm. happily, successfully. But that's because she cooked his steak. She did. That's why. Which well, surprised a lot of people, mm-hmm. considering she was vegan. 
Um, and she was like, hey, this is my choice. You do you. And I will even help you do you. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. And they lived happily ever after. Poor manners was number six. Uh, number five, being too obsessed with their pet. Oh, Jen, you might run into trouble with that <laughs> one. I would not say that I'm obsessed. I just have a lot of them. You've got a lot of them. They're they're a big part of my life. Yes, your time is <laughs> very divided. <laughs> it's very all thin. Your children. It requires scooping litter takes a minute when you have that many. <laughs> Do you have a favorite out of all of the Biggin? I no, I don't. Well, he's just so different than the rest of them. I mean, anybody that's had a Maine Coon can tell you that it's like having a dog that's a cat. Just the mere size of him and the way that he behaves, he's just really laid back and super cool. I wouldn't say that I have a favorite. I enjoy each one of them for a different reason. In their own different ways. Yes, He's like I a do mom say, with multiple totally. kids. Totally. Like, which and one is your that, favorite child? And I think that. I do. I'm like, okay, now I totally get it how moms can have that as an answer when people ask who's your favorite well kid. that was one of the first questions i asked Kristen when i first met her because she had three young yeah. kids and i'm like all right so which one's your favorite <laughs> she's like no i mean they're they all are in different ways and she yeah. actually explained how they were her favorites in different ways i thought that was really cool and of course yeah. over time as i got to know them i, I saw it and i'm like oh yeah, yeah okay no, I, I get, get it, it. now yeah. yeah uh number three poor hygiene oh for sure uh, yep. number two Number two answer on the board, and I'm actually glad to see this one so high, overuse of social media, which sometimes in relationships, I can see how you are feeling like you're competing for that person's attention from social media. Well, yeah, and and the, how much time that person spends creating content for their own social media and dragging you into it. Yes. I'm thinking just not even creating, just watching yeah just yeah. like i'm holding in on my tiktoks here for the next 45 minutes watching mm-hmm. or just failing to live in the moment because they're obsessed with getting a bleep ton of likes for their next social media mm-hmm. post and then the number one answer on the board which we mentioned in the tease clinginess clinginess 43 percent of the respondents said clinginess was at least one factor that played a major role in the breakup. And clinginess is so subjective. I mean, one one person's definition of clingy is very different than another. That's the like, truth. Like, you know, mm-hmm. some people, <laughs> I mean, remember how Fritz used to define a stage five clinger? And you and I would be like, really? They, what? That's what? The dude sent you a text I, and said, <laughs> you want to get coffee? How is that stage five clinger? <laughs> he was, I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was you. too much. I mean, come on. Stop we hooked up once and the next thing I know, the guy day. wants to have coffee? Yes. <laughs> Don't talk to me anymore. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's a sign. It's, it's a symptom of neediness and that, that turns a lot of people off. We got to take a break. We have these other stories to get to, too, including how this baby monitor can help you become a better cook. And would you leave a 13-year-old alone for a weekend? I stand by my previous statement. When I was 13, I say you absolutely could have left me alone for the weekend. And I would not have burnt the house down. I might have had a party. Hey, Brittany, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, are you a, are you a mom? Do you have children? I do. I have a daughter. She's 13. Now, would you go away for the weekend and allow <laughs> her to uh, hold down the fort at that age? Okay. So, yeah, actually, me and my mom just came back from Nashville yesterday. So while Dad was at work, she held down the fort. Wow. Mind you, he's like five minutes away down the road. But, yeah, she did. Nice. Yeah, that's and pretty good. What was she doing, you think, while you while she was home alone? So I think she was probably watching a lot of YouTube and eating <laughs> a lot of cheese balls. Yeah, oh. cheese balls and you. That's what I would do if <laughs> I were 13. She's pretty responsible, though, that right? I would awesome. do now. Yeah. 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 And she helped out around the house and helped clean and whatnot. Good for her. Yeah. Bailey said, there's no way I leave my daughter home alone for multiple days until age 16. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> so I guess it just depends on the kid, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, what about you, Brittany? Would could you have been left home alone at the age of thirteen? Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Could, would you have been responsible and been able to hold down the fort? Would you have been okay with that? Without a doubt, no. 
I no. cannot be trusted. You, <laughs> you cannot be, be trusted. trusted. That's funny. No. Yeah. You're saying your daughter is more trustworthy than you were at that age? I'm saying she's she's more afraid of me than I was my mom. At that oh, age. I got you. <laughs> gotcha. I understand. All right. Well, we're going to try to win you 1000 bucks. Okay. Sounds good. So we got an envelope here that I'm opening up right now that's being stubborn. And it's going to reveal a letter of the alphabet that you will have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. And boy, did you hit the jackpot. You got the letter S. All right. Look at that. Wow. Yep. Oh. Let's go, Brittany. Uh-huh. All right. I like it. All right. Letter S. 30 seconds. Don't repeat any of your answers. Pass quickly, and I think you'll take home $1,000. Okay. All right. All right. We got 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. So here we go okay. with the letter S. Name something you eat at a Reds game. Uh, pass. Something blue. Um, something blue. Uh, shell. A verb. Uh, start. A clothing brand. Um, clothing brand. Pass. A vegetable. Vegetable. Salad. A carb. <laughs> a Snack. what? Snacks. A carb. Oh. Carb. Oh. Oh, man, I was slamming that one. Salty potato chips. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Wow, being on the spot like that sucks. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> My verb was stop. And slam. Uh, slam. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was funny that you went with start. Slam the yeah. Slam. yeah, slam would have been good, too. I think too. Starter was the clothing brand I thought of. Remember Starter? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I Stella McCartney. With food oh, for the Reds game. Thought I'm going with sna- yeah, snacks. Go. I went with steak. Snappy tomato. Mm. Steak. Do they sell steaks at the Reds game? I don't know, but they Very probably steak sell sandwiches. steak at a... Steak sandwich at a baseball game somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, and the bougie seats. Yeah, I was going to say, in the expensive seats they do. The yeah. Diamond Club, okay. you can get some steaks. But I appreciate there. that you were trying to go for real-world accuracy there, Brittany. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, me. You, you have Your integrity has developed quite a bit over the years. <laughs> I would have to say you're right. Oh, that's funny. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Hope it's not the last time. Please continue to play and check in with us every now and then. All right. Thank you, guys. Have, you a have a good day. Have a good one. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. It is 840, weather-wise, sunny and comfortable, but don't let that fool you. The air quality still sucks. We have the air alerts in effect because of the fires in Canada, just wreaking havoc with air quality, talking about how uh, places like New York City and Washington, D.C. are dealing with the worst air quality in the world right now. Right. Bad news. Our high today is around 77, but it is still considered unhealthy to be out there so if you just got to get from one place to another i suppose that's one thing but uh don't know that i want to be working outside today if i didn't have to right Mm -hmm. right now it's 58 at cincinnati's q102 denise johnson is standing by with your final look at traffic in the morning unless something breaks between now and this afternoon thanks for listening to the q102 jeff and jen morning show podcast brought to you by cvg airport fly healthy through cvg for more information go to cvg airport backslash fly healthy